And does your answer change if someone's eating a raw food plant-based diet? So lots of sprouts, lots of salads. In that case, would it be okay to have a higher amount of olives, avocados, nuts, and seeds? If you want uh, ideal blood glucose control in the short term or the long term, then I then the same rules apply. Whether you're eating whole food, you know, that's cooked, or whether you're eating whole food that's uh, that's raw, the same rule of approximately ten to fifteen percent of total calories from fat applies in both situations. Okay, so that's very clear on the fat. Now, in terms of the sugar, um, again, back to Brian Clement. Um, I've been listening to him for a very long time, like 30 years, I've been listening to him. And one of the things he's clear on is he says that fruit's been hybridized and it's much sweeter than it used to be. And even though it might've been the perfect food a long time ago, now it's too sweet. So I, um, and, and more than that, that it feeds yeast mold, fungus, and candida. And he's saying that Thomas Seyfried from Boston College, the professor concurs and says that cancer's food or fuel is glucose and glutamine. And therefore, you know, we've got to be uh, careful with fruit. And, you know, and if, if you went into the outside, a wild blackberry is going to be very tart, very, you know, not too sweet, and it's not a big deal. But if you go to the supermarket, you know, you're getting way more sugar than you normally would get. Does, how does this fit into your thoughts? What, do, what is your thought? Okay, so uh, I think there's a lot to unpack here. Um, is fruit sweeter today than it was in the past? I don't know the answer to that question. Let's just pretend like I'm going to accept that, that, uh, philosophy as being true. Okay. I haven't specifically done research in how hybridizing affects the sweetness of foods, but it sounds like a totally reasonable philosophy. And I'm just going to accept it for the time being until I do more reading. Okay. So if fruit is a little bit sweeter than it used to be in the past, does that mean that fruit's bad for you? Does that mean that it's going to, you know, wreck your teeth, increase your risk for diabetes and heart disease and cancer? and uh, cause long-term chronic disease risk. Um, in order to answer that question, here's what I would say. We have to differentiate. I hear this all the time. People use the word sugar improperly and it, and it frustrates me. People are constantly mistaking sugar for glucose. And when you make that mistake and you put the two of them into the same category, then it's easy to think that anything that contains glucose is bad for you because quote unquote sugar is bad for you. So let's take one step backwards here and, and try and understand what is the biochemistry of sugar? What is the biochemistry of glucose? Are they the same? Are they not the same and beyond? Okay. From a biological perspective, glucose is a sugar. Fructose is a sugar. Okay. The term sugar refers to these things called monosaccharides and monosaccharides are building blocks. They're individual units that then get constructed into long chains or long necklaces, if you will. And those long necklaces are, are referred to as carbohydrates. So you can add glucose to glucose to glucose to glucose to glucose in a linear manner, and you can end up with one particular type of carbohydrate. You can add glucose to mannose to fructose to something else, and then you can end up with a slightly different carbohydrate. You can end up with branch chains, you name it. They're very diverse. Okay. There's thousands of different varieties of carbohydrate, but glucose and fructose tend to be two monosaccharides that are most present in the, in, in the world of fruit, because that those are the two, uh, monosaccharides that tend to give a very sweet flavor. Now, when you, when you consume a whole carbohydrate rich food, like a fruit, okay, you're not consuming sugar. And, and, and let me, let me back up. Let me back up. I just said that, uh, glucose and fructose are sugars, but what I, what I want to drive home here is that when I say the word sugar, okay, tell me what picture pops into your head, Stephen, if I just say the word sugar. 
a white cube of sugar. Bingo. Okay. You ask, you go to a hundred people and you ask them, what does the word sugar mean? And everybody will say, oh, it, it's, it's a white cube or it's a pile of white, you know, uh, a, a white crystal that looks like salt. Okay. And the reason for that is because we have an association in our heads. We say sugar equals table sugar. Okay. And table sugar is actually a highly, highly, highly refined substance that came from either sugar beets or it came from sugar cane. Okay. And you take those two whole foods and you refine the crap out of them and you end up with a white crystal. And that white crystal at the end is actually what's called sucrose, which is glucose plus fructose that are bonded to one another. So glucose plus fructose equals sucrose and table sugar is 100% sucrose. Okay. So if you are thinking about sugar in your head and you're saying sugar's bad for me, the answer is, you know what? You're right. Table sugar, refined sugar is absolutely not something that I would recommend, nor would Brian Clement recommend it, nor would you recommend it, nor would Dr. Michael Greger recommend it, nor would anybody in the carnivore would recommend it because we know with conclusive evidence that eating table sugar, white table sugar is going to increase your chronic disease risk, period of story. We have to stop talking about that because we know that it's a true thing. Okay. So white table sugar equals not good for you. So definitely limit or avoid altogether. But if you're going to make the association that eating fruit equals white table sugar, then you're making a, an incorrect association. And the reason for that is because when you eat a fruit, when you eat a vegetable, when you eat a legume, when you eat a whole grain, which are the four carbohydrate sources that we recommend, what you're actually eating is a matrix. Okay. A matrix that contains many different micronutrients and macronutrients all coexisting simultaneously. And that matrix includes carbohydrate, fat, and protein. Those are the three macronutrients. And then in addition to that, you have vitamins, minerals, fiber, water, antioxidants, and phytochemicals. Those are six micronutrients, classes of micronutrients. So if you add together the three macronutrients, carbohydrate, fat, protein, vitamins, minerals, fiber, water, antioxidants, and phytochemicals, you end up with nine classes of nutrients that all coexist inside of one package. When you eat that package, the presence of fiber slows the digestive process. The presence of micronutrients, including vitamins and minerals and uh, uh, antioxidants and chemicals, those are known to be very potently disease-fighting uh, micronutrients that have very specific functions to increase the permeability of glucose and insulin to tissues, to lower blood pressure, to uh, reduce the risk of dementia and Alzheimer's into the future and beyond. So. When you eat a whole complex food, even if it contains fruit, even if it's sweet, yes, it contains glucose and yes, it contains fructose, but because it is protected by all those other micronutrients that come along for the ride, the absorption rate of glucose into your blood is completely normal. It slowly gets into your bloodstream and then it slowly disappears from your bloodstream. Okay. The micronutrients are there to protect. It's information that helps tissues understand exactly how to uptake and package and store and oxidize those nutrients exactly the way the biochemistry was designed. Okay. But if you eat white table sugar, what you end up with is an unprotected substance that is only glucose and only fructose bonded to each other into this thing called sucrose. Sucrose has zero fat coming along with it, zero protein coming along with it, zero vitamins, zero minerals, zero fiber, zero antioxidants, zero water, and zero phytochemicals. So it's literally missing eight of the key nutrients. The only thing that it has is this thing called carbohydrate, but in a highly refined source, that's two chain, two, it's a chain that contains two molecules, that's it. 
And so you're missing eight out of nine classes of nutrients. And those eight out of nine classes have very protective functions inside of your vasculature and beyond. And so we have to make a very strong differentiation between white table sugar that is unprotected, that causes metabolic distress, and glucose that comes from carbohydrate-rich foods that are protected by a vast array of micronutrients. Does that make any sense? Yes.